constant medicals, schedules that are always changing. We're going to be talking about the pilot life schedule on this episode of Taking Off Podcast. Welcome to the Taking Off Podcast. I'm Dan Milliken. And I'm Christy Wong, and I'm cold. (laughs) You're cold. As of the recording date of this podcast, we are finishing up summer in Texas. It is 108 outside. Is it 108? Yeah, and that's what we dress for. But the problem is, is that here in the studios, uh, the building management keeps this building like 40 degrees, it feels like. Yeah, I dressed in shorts and a tank top uh, appropriately for the environment and then came in here and it's <laughs> very cold. So if you're watching on YouTube, our podcast, you'll see Christy's all bundled up. For very. those on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all that stuff, you are not seeing Christy. So you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Okay, Chrissy, we're talking about schedules for the airline pilot. So this all came about because uh, you were telling me about all the things you had coming up. Yeah. Constant medicals, uh, you know. Yeah, so tell me about your life. Dan texted me and said, last week and said, hey, we need to get together and record some podcasts. So just so that you guys kind of get a little behind the scenes. We don't just get together every week and record a podcast and that's it. We, We have to be very... Um, uh, well, you strategic. live an hour away. Yeah, I do. I, li- I live up north uh, in Denton. And so I'm like, no, let, like, let's get together. Of course, we record like three, four, five podcasts at a time, and then I'm off the hook for a month. Right. <laughs> so you you were texting me, hey, we need to re- we really need to get in the studio. We need to record some podcasts. I'm like, okay. So I'm looking at my schedule, and I'm going, this is like medical week for me. This is where I have my, dar- my normal, like, you know, uh, GP checkups, my actual like first class medical is due and stuff. And I'm, I'm just and trying to arrange this. Recurrent I, right. Recurrent training is this month. Like September is just one of those months, you know, and then there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the Schaefer household, all good things, but it's just definitely taken from, you know, my available time. And I was explaining this to Dan and he's like, don't burn the fuse. We could use this for a podcast. So we here we are. Because people want to know um, what life is like for a pilot. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I've got my calendar right here, so we, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Let's start with the medical side of things. How often do airline pilots have to schedule an appointment with a physician and do a physical and blah, blah, blah? Okay. So we have to go in. If you are under the age of 40, we go in once per year to get our first class medical. We are required uh, to carry first class medical. There are some circumstances where if you can't get a first class, but you can hold a second class, you can get that, but you can only act as a first officer in those cases. But the standard is just first class medical for the airlines. Um, If you are like me and you are over the age of 40, yes, I know it's hard to believe, you have to go in every six months. So every March and September now, I have to go and get a first class medical. So that's the first thing. But because I had the time and availability, so as an airline pilot, it's it's hard to schedule appointments that far in advance. And I've recognized that a lot of doctor's offices have filled up to the point where they're booking, you know, two months in advance. That doesn't really work for me. Right. But I found a really great 
and that's why I just don't go to the doctor, I'll be honest, unless I absolutely right. have to. But I decided my once a decade checkup <laughs> should probably happen now that I am in my 40s. And so I did my normal, like, well woman's visit this week as well. So I just, it was just one of those weeks where I just, everything scheduled up. And then um, I had a club member that's doing a check ride today. And so he's doing it in my airplane and I needed to make sure that he had all the documentation. So there's that recurrent. So I'm doing all my computer-based training at home. That's a, you know, I'm practicing for that. And then I'm, we haven't really announced this publicly yet, but Kevin was selected to be a line check airman for our company, for our uh, airline. So he's going through that training this week. So we're also, I'm helping him study for that. And Mitchell back in school and just a lot of stuff is going on. All good things, but it just is very busy. And to reiterate, we're recording this in September. Um, I don't know where, like, like you said, I record a bunch of these at one time so i'm not sure when i'll release this but this as of this recording it's september school has just started all that kind of stuff right i can't wait to look back at this and be like ah oh, remember when it was 109 degrees or 108 mm -hmm. degrees outside and now it's only 75 or 45 yeah no that's too far no i'll be back in the studio before then <laughs> <laughs> right right so on it you were asking me questions earlier about my struggles of scheduling and whatnot and i wouldn't call them struggles but it there is a balancing act to it and it takes a it takes um a little bit of finessing it takes experience and being able to finesse what our schedules are going to look like knowing that we don't get to schedule our our you know doctor's appointments and things like that more than a month in advance well let's talk about this let's break it down this way the pros and cons of of a schedule for an airline pilot so the good things, the bad things. Let's start with the bad so that we can end on the good. Okay, the bad. So what are the hard things about the schedule? So you can't schedule something. Can't schedule a month something more than a month in advance. I mean, that's a huge thing. Um, another con is that, yeah, when I'm on a trip, I am I am gone. You know, I am I'm not gonna get to take two hours out of my day to go take care of something at home or go, you know, if Mitchell needs something at school. Or if your car needs inspection or. Right. I, I can't just go take a long lunch and do that. Like I'm probably like I'm in Cincinnati or something, you know, so uh, definitely cons. So those are the two major cons. Okay. What about, um, you know, I hear the stories from you since I'm not a 121 pilot, I'm not an airline pilot, you know, there's, um, things like uh, being on call, there's, you know, uh, holding a line versus, you know, reserve. Yeah. You know, what's the schedule like for all those on the con side? Okay. So if you're a reserve pilot, the con is that you don't know what your flying schedule is going to be. You know when you're on, like you know when you're on call, but and you know when your hard days off are, okay. but you just don't know if you're going to be flying that day or not. So you're just kind of waiting around for the phone to ring. And you have to okay. be within a certain amount of time. So, um, and then there's there's actually two types of reserve, depending on what airline you're at. There's ready reserve, which is standby reserve. That one, you do have like an actual shift. You will go to the airport, for example, from like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And just and sit around. Sit around and wait to be called and sent to a gate. And those individuals are used for circumstances where they need somebody like now or within an hour. The crew of the previous plane timed out or something. Right. Or they they got stuck, you know, at this, you know, they got stuck in Abilene or something for maintenance or, you know, and so they don't want to delay that next flight. So now they're going to call 
a standby crew in to take that flight that this other crew was supposed to be doing and but now they can't do you get paid the same for just sitting there yes you do okay yes yeah you get paid i mean it's basically it's reserve pay it's going to be the same so and then the other reserve is that's where you're like um it's called reserve availability period that's where you're at home they have to give you a minimum for my airline it's two hours so it's you know 2 p.m right now if if they've got a flight that leaves with a sign-in time at 4 p.m i they can legally call me for that but in 10 minutes from now they couldn't i see i see i have they have to give me at least two hours yeah i can be at home i could be here but i just have to be ready to go and i have to be available at least you know two hours and how how does how do they pay for that it's the same oh really yeah it's the same you get so for my airline if you're a reserve pilot you get paid 75 hours per month so um that's whether you're on call like ready reserve or you're like stand, you know, you're um, at home reserve availability period, right? Or or in the flight deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna get paid the same no matter what. The question is not necessarily what am I getting paid. It's it could be how much flight time am I getting this month? Okay. Any more cons on the schedule for a pilot? Um, I'm trying to think of cons for being a line holder and. Unless you're looking at an individual, oh, I don't really like this particular overnight, and you can't D- trade out of what it. what a line is. Uh, so that's where you get a set schedule for the whole month. So Why do they call it a line? Because it's it's actually like a line. Like you're getting lines of schedule for, for each week or whatever. So you you if you were able to hold a line for the month— um, then you're getting a set, like, you know, okay, on like this day, I'm going here, this day, I'm going here, this day, I'm going here versus reserve. You have no idea. You're not holding anything. Are you able to request, um, time days off in the future? Um, so you can bid for when the bid packet comes out, you can look at it and go, okay, well, I need the 13th off of this month. So all the lines that I'm going to bid for will have the 13th off. Those are going to be the ones that I, because when we bid for our lines, we're, we put them in order of what we want. And so if I need the 13th off and these 10 lines all have the 13th off, those are going to be the ones I slide to the top and then I'll go from there. The other way that you could do it, let's say that I was, I wasn't able to hold the 10th off or I mean the first 10 lines, but I could hold my 11th line that I bid for and that didn't give me the 13th off. So now I need to send in a request to drop that day. Or if I have to drop the whole trip. So I could do that. And as a reserve pilot, you can actually request drop days as well. So let's say that I really need the 13th off, but I know I'm not going to be a line holder. I know know I'm going to get reserve, and that's what I get, but I didn't get the 13th off. I can send a request to crew scheduling and say, and we have like forms for this. We send the form in requesting the 13th off. Now, I'm going to lose pay if I drop that day. I could try to trade that day off with another day off and then I won't lose pay. But if I drop the trip, I'm going to lose the money for that trip. Or if I drop that day if, as a reserve pilot, I will so lose So you pay. could say, um, I need to drop the 13th, but you have me off on the 16th and I can work that. Yeah. So there's another form that we fill out that's a swap. Okay. So, yeah. Can you get other pilots to switch with you? Switch um, shifts? Or does that not happen? Yes, you can. But typically, so what you'll do, let's say your first course of action is going to be, I'm going to request 
a, a drop or another if you're a line holder you could try to swap your trip so that maybe this trip that starts on the 13th well i want the 13th off oh i'm able to swap into another trip that starts on the 14th you could do that i see but that doesn't always work out it has happened to me before and so i've had to put in a request to drop the trip but then i get denied due to staffing so um, they don't have enough staff to cover the trip that i want to drop so then what you can do is you post it for pickup oh, okay and so somebody another pilot can see, who wants to pick up some time sees that and goes oh i yes. want that one yes and how so, successful is that usually? That's usually not as successful because they're not picking it up for overtime because it's not going to be oh, in your right. open time list. If it's an open time and you pick it up, it's then you get paid OT for it, which for us is 150%. But if you post it for just, you know, a, somebody picking it up, it's straight pay. So right. unless you're really thirsty for hours, then um, people have less success doing it that way. Okay, so that's a good list of cons that you you can't know what's going to happen a month later um, and all the other things that you mentioned. Now let's talk about the good things. What are the good things about a schedule of an airline pilot? So I'm speaking purely from my perspective because I used to work that job where it was a salaried position and I felt like I was always on call. Um when I'm at work, I'm at work. But when I'm home, I am home. And you're not going to have a Zoom call at 7 p.m. for Envoy? No. <laughs> well, the only exceptions to that are if there's like union calls, like they'll do like a quarterly. Oh, here's like a, um, you know, uh, updates on the status of whatever or, uh, you know, and those are but those are elective. Those are not you have to be on this call. Um, they give us really good information, so I try to be on those calls. The only exception is um, when recurrent comes around. I try, you know, I, I'm working through my computer-based training, and that's like 16 hours worth of like modules and stuff we go through. Now a lot of people will save those and just do them in the hotel room at night, you oh, know, okay. on trips, which is perfectly fine because you're already getting paid. You might as well just, you know do them while, while you're at work, but some people will elect to do your modules at home or just on their off time or whatever. So that's the only time when I feel like my work is taken home with me is when I'm like at home studying for recurrent. Okay. What are some other good things? Um, about I get, the schedule. Uh, just about the schedule in general. So of an airline pilot compared to. Right. I get to else. pick, I effectively, where I'm at right now with my seniority and my company, I effectively get to choose where I go. So for example, you know that my favorite overnight, one of my favorite favorite overnights is in Lubbock. Of all places, yeah. Because of the hotel and <laughs> stuff, the you know. food and everything else. Right, exactly. And um, so I had another overnight for the exact, for the same days basically and I said you know what there's a Lubbock overnight that's available that I can trade into so I did um I can manipulate my schedule in such a way that let's say I can literally back up two trips effectively with as long as I have enough time off to make it legal for the part 117 requirements but I can move this trip so this is what we did last month so that Kevin and I could go to Switzerland, right? is I moved another trip. I had my trip here, my trip here, and I 
moved this trip and then I had two weeks off and we went to Switzerland. So that's a really good thing. You yes. can move your, you can work full time. Yes. And yet you're really, you know, so, so somebody working full time, you know, the nine to five or who's working a month, you're what, uh, five days a week. So 20 days, 22 days of work and you right. bring work home and you're making calls whenever and all this kind of stuff for an airline pilot full time. Is it 22 days a month? No. So we, what is it? So we're working, let's see, I'm trying to do some quick maths. So with recurrent and everything, I did, so what I did this month is I dropped a trip and then I picked up two days of OT to cover said trip. So I basically, like, so I've got 16 days off this month. Wow. Okay, so... So out of a 30-day month, you're working 14. Correct. Okay, wow. And That's I, a significant and uh, pro I, for when, airline pilots. Exactly. Schedule. When I was working in allergy, I couldn't say, oh, you know what? I'm going to drop Tuesday, and um, I'm just going to pick up Saturday for OT to cover that. And as an airline pilot, making really decent money, so for working 14 days a month. Correct. So that's that's really and cool. I I manipulated my schedule in such a way this month that I'm not losing any pay, so I'm still crediting at least my minimum guarantee and maybe a little more actually. And for Do, a line holder, minimum guarantee for us is seventy two hours. Um, seventy two hours. Yeah, seventy two hours. We get paid seventy seventy two hours per month. Unless we down trade or do some other things. Okay, so you're always going to make that. So at least you have, you know that you're going to get that. Yeah, unless unless I down trade a trip. So like, let's say I have a trip that's worth 20 hours for this week. If I down trade it to a trip that's only worth 16 hours, well, now I'm losing four hours of pay or whatever. You know, there's definitely some math that goes on when it comes to trip trading. It's actually kind of fun okay. when you really get into it. But um I really, really enjoy the aspect of being able to manipulate my trips in a way that I get the most out of it based on what I need that week, that month, you know, et cetera. I might, there are months that I want to fly a lot. So I'm picking up trips where I'm flying 20 or 22 hours or 23 hours. But then there are months where I'm like, there, I need to write a script or I need to, yeah, I need to do scripts or whatever else or for the channel. Or go to adventure. Right. Well, I, I'm thinking like what, so what I'll do is I'll pick up trips that are worth less flying time. So I might only fly 12 hours, but I have a lot of downtime in the hotel. I might have a lost day that oh, okay. I can get some stuff done. And that still counts as like the 14 days that you might've worked this month. Do any pilots work, they decide they want the money or whatever. Can they work a whole bunch more? Yes, you can work your maximum duty, but again, it all goes back down to that part 117. I know people that will max out so much that they'll go, they'll put in another overtime request and they'll get denied because they've hit their limit. They've already flown, you know, a hundred hours that month, or I forgot what the time is for that specific week, but they're, they're either approaching or will go over that time for the week, um, you know, within a certain amount of days. We under no circumstances ever, ever, ever can go below eight days off in the month. That's like a hard no. And our contract says that we get. You can't go below eight. So you can't. So 22. So a 30 day month. You 
you, the max you can work is 22. Correct. You cannot work 23 days. Correct. Okay. Can't do it. They will, you will get denied so hard and so quick. And okay. Yeah. Like you. Okay. So even if I wanted to, even if I was like, you know what? Cause I mean, I have my own plan. Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Right. Or something, you know? Yeah. You can't just work yourself, you know, down to like four days off because it's legally federally like not allowed because of part 117, which is a good thing. Okay. Very good. All right. So, so with your text that started this whole podcast, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, having to go to all the medical appointments and everything else and your recurrent training and just, I was, had a lot of questions about the schedule of a, an airline pilot. I, I do think it would be hard for me to not be able to schedule things more than a month in advance. I, I would find that hard. The, um, but on the plus side, working 14 days out of the month is effectively having a week. It, it, for somebody working 8 to 5, 9 to 5, it's effectively saying they only work three weeks out of the month. That's pretty ma- – no, no, I'm not doing my math right there. Math is hard. Five to – no, yeah, three weeks. So so three five-day weeks. So, yeah, Right, you're, you're basically – but the one thing that I do want to stress is that when we're gone, we're gone. So I don't get to – like for that 9 to 5 person, they get to come home. They get to cook their food in their kitchen, see their family, go to bed in their bed, see their kitties or whatever. I don't get to see my kitties at night when I'm at work. I go to work and then I'm gone. And I don't get to see my kitties or, or my son or or my husband or anybody else, you know, until I get back on day three or four. So that that is kind of a tough aspect of it, at least at first. Um, but then when you are home, you're home a lot more than exactly, the eight to fiver. Exactly. So then I've got all the time with my kitties and I've got all the time with my husband when he's home as well. And I've got more time with Mitchell when he's not in school and, and whatnot. So... Well, very cool. It was great getting to know a little bit more about the uh, the pilot life schedule. So I appreciate that. And and uh, for you guys out there, if you check out our channel on YouTube, uh, Christy has been has started doing a series called Pilot Life with Christy, in which she takes the camera with her to work, which has been pretty amazing. In conjunction with Envoy, with Envoy's permission, yep. their guidance, they their are blessing. blessing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So for the for the comments that I've seen on some of our other videos of, you shouldn't be taking your cameras to work, you'll get fired. Uh, we're good, I promise. Yes. And um, check out the playlist on the Taking Off YouTube channel, the playlist Pilot Life with Christy. And uh, all of this is made possible with our sponsors like Flying Eyes, where you can go to flyingeyesoptics.com, use our discount code, taking off all caps, one word, for 10% off. Marshall Protective Services, NPS Protects. Colton Mortgage for your residential mortgage need, coltontakingoff.com. 67 Designs makes the best camera mounts phone mounts for the airplane or even for your car 67d.com z vision the brightest taxi and landing lights and clemensinsurance.net jerry has saved me a ton of money i got through them all christy yeah i was gonna say i'm actually really impressed you were you were like hyper focused you're gonna have to do them next time i've <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you line. guys don't forget to like and subscribe christy thanks for sharing with us we'll, we'll see you guys next time on the taking off podcast